from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Hi, everybody. How you doing? Jeremy Harrell here, the Hip Hop Patriot, and it is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that means we are live from America, right here, ladies and gentlemen, on the Here We Go page, live on Facebook. It's good to see all of you, and please, if you're coming on, let me know where you're from. If you're new here, let us know you're new here and where you're from. Uh, Becca Wade from Georgia, how you doing? Lori Lane, how you doing? Good to see you. Alyssa Miller from North Dakota, how are you? Amanda Rolla, Shout out to you and thank you for joining in. Carla Turner from Pennsylvania. Rosalie Meek from Southern Oregon. Uh, Lacey Groves from Oklahoma. She said, I'm watching. Sandra says, I'm not losing faith. Good girl. Way to go. Jim Adkins from Michigan. Uh, give a shout out to uh, Michael Paul. Brennan Young says, come on with some good news. Josh Rogers, how you doing? Shannon Donnelly from New York. Ashley Marcus, good to see you. PJ Fanberg. And, uh, and let's see, Marla... Uh, Marla Piffer, Piffer, good to see you, and we'll do one more. Let's do Frankie Peliquin says, I love your show. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, one thing that we try to do here on Live from America, both here and on the podcast and other places, um, we try to have a, a high level of integrity, right? Uh, if you're new here, we definitely have a little fun. It's a very positive show. We, we, we are 100% uh, behind President Donald Trump. Uh, we're not going to stop fighting for him until he walks out. That's just the way it is here. That's the way it will be here. And then if he does walk out, then we're going to fight for him after that. And I mean his ideals. But we're not going to stop. That's just how we are. We're going to find everything that we can that's going on in the, in the world, in politics, and we're going to bring it to you. That's what I do all day. That's what I'm dedicated to. And uh, just so you know, if you're new here, because we had a lot of people watching last night as well, and that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we are with this show. And I did get some really good uh, feedback today. Somebody said, and I've, and I've heard this before too, and this is a testament to the audience. This is a testament to the Live from America audience, whether it's here or the podcast or wherever it grows to in the next few weeks, because we are growing. Um, uh, somebody just said their nine-year-old son <laughs> loves, this, loves it. Thank you very much. Um, somebody said, I have not been anywhere on Facebook. This is the best community on Facebook. They said they belong to many, many pages, and that when they come here, this is the best community right here. Uh, the people here are nice. Everybody's accepting, and that's, that's, a, that, that's true. That's true because we're godly people. Yes, we have some heated arguments here and there, but we're godly people, and I just want to thank all of you. I wanted to, I wanted to get that out of the way right up front and, um, and, and just let you know thank you. Thank you for making Live from America that kind of show. Okay, so we're going to start out like we do every show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please share the video, start some watch parties if you can, and, um, and we'll get rolling. But we're going to give our honor and our love and our joy. And matter of fact, i got to get it out. i got to be loud and proud with my necklace. You know what I mean? i got to show you. we got to show God that we honor God first before Facebook, before shows, before anything. We honor God first. So I'm reading from... Jesus is calling, and this is January 14th, year of our Lord, 2021, and it says, Let me bless you with my grace and peace. Open your heart and your mind 
to receive all that I have for you. Do not be ashamed of your emptiness. Instead, view it as an optimal condition for being filled with my peace. It is easy to touch up your outward appearance to look as if you have it all together. Your attempts to look good can fool most people, but I see straight through them into the depths of your being. There is no place for pretense in your relationship with me. Rejoice in the relief of being fully understood and talk with me about your struggles and feelings of an of inadequacy. Little by little, I will transform your weakness into strengths. Now, I want to follow that right up with reading a verse that every day I ask my children, because my children go to Christian school, I ask my children, give me a good verse for my audience today, whether it's the podcast or whether it's here on, on, on Live at Five. I said, give me a good verse. So my son, my oldest son, gave me Romans 12, 2. And it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that wonderful? So I just, I just want to I tell you guys that that's how we start out every show. And I really, really, really appreciate it. Okay. We're going to get to some news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but first, I do want to tell you the podcast is a new platform. We're not on Anchor FM and Spotify anymore. However, we are on RSS. RSS.com does push out the podcast to Apple, Google, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, and others. You just may have to search under Jeremy Harrell Live from America rather than Live from America Jeremy Harrell. Either way, that's where it's pushed out. And if you're still having problems hearing it, just know that every day we finish the podcast, the next hour... It auto-uploads on JeremyHarrell.com. And you can go there and watch every live video that we do. And you can go there and listen to every podcast we do the hour after we're done. Okay? So I just wanted to let you know that. And if you were a monthly donor on Anchor, um, please uh, cancel that. It's probably going to automatically cancel anyway. And, and just go back to JeremyHarrell.com and do it through the website. And, and you can do anything you need to there. All right, let's get to the news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, impeachment isn't going anywhere. Let's just get that out of the way right now, okay? Share the video, get it out to your friends, let them know the impeachment isn't going in. This impeachment is actually worse than the last impeachment. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? Okay? This impeachment was rushed through in eight hours. So let's talk about all of the uh, illegalities and, the, and, the, and the, basically the fraud. It's a fraudulent impeachment. It, the last impeachment at least went on and, 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 and went on and on and on and on and on and on, but there was nothing there. They fabricated and took out what they wanted from a phone call, and they let it go on and on and on and on. It was a waste of taxpayer dollars. At least this time they tried to get it done in one day. But what did they do while trying to get it done in one day, ladies and gentlemen? What did they do? Well, they denied President Trump his right to due process. They denied him the right and the ability to be able to defend himself and from what I hear, he wanted to go, that day, that, that, the day that they uh, did the impeachment in the House, was it yesterday? From what, I, from what I'm understanding, um, Jared Kushner had to stop President Trump. Now, this was reported, I will give you this, this was reported by the New York Times, so take that for what it is. But apparently, Jared Kushner had to stop President Trump from going to Capitol Hill. He was going to go there and literally make a, it was going to be a completely different day. And he was going to make an entrance. And Jared Kushner and other top advisors advised President Trump to do the video where he came on video and said, you know, denounced all the violence and, and all that. That's how he wants peace. Okay? So 
Uh, it was going to be a very different day, but here's the thing about the impeachment. Okay, go to the Constitution, and when it talks about impeachment, it literally has a cap and stop with one simple statement. Impeachment is only there to be used and only has the jurisdiction to somebody in a, who is sitting in a seat. Now, the only way that impeachment would carry over from after January 20th to Donald Trump is if he was still in office. If Donald Trump leaves office, there's they, they, they can't they, they can't do anything. You can't by the Constitution, you can't retroactively impeach somebody who's already out of the seat. So if they think that Donald Trump is leaving on the 20th, right? If they think this, there's no there's there's no validity behind them impeaching him because he would already be gone. And the whole the whole reason for an impeachment is to remove somebody from a seat. All right? So let's talk in two terms here. Let's break this down two separate ways, okay? First of all, let's talk about well, somebody said if they don't follow the constitution, why start now? Because it would have to be it would have to be upheld in a defense anyways. Regardless of they, if they go by the Constitution or not, in a defense, it would have to be upheld. I mean, who knows, right? We are living in crazy times. But let's break this down in two ways. Let's look at it if President Trump was not in his seat and he left on January 20th. Let's look at it that way. There can be no impeachment and they can do nothing because the, entire, the Senate can't even hold a hearing. The Senate can't even hold a hearing on impeachment if President Trump was gone. They can't even do it. It is impossible for them to do it. Why? Because it clearly states that they have no jurisdiction. Where there's no jurisdiction, there is no trial. Where there's no trial, there is no impeachment. And eh, you failed at trying to erase Donald Trump from the history books. Okay? Now, again, I'm speaking hypothetically here as if he wasn't there. As if he was leaving the 20th. Okay? There's no trial. There's no jurisdiction for the trial. There's no impeachment. Donald Trump con con continues to... Uh, frame and reshape the new age Republican Party. That's speaking on it from that side, as if he was gone. Now let's speak on it on if he's here, if he stays in office, okay? Which is what we all believe is going to happen, regardless of what the news says, regardless of what Nancy Pelosi says, and regardless of what the naysayers say, okay? Let's speak on it in this terms now, because we have to look at the whole scope of things, all right? Well, then, 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 President Donald Trump, regardless if the Senate and the House were both Democrats, would literally be able to take this to, to court and be able to prove that they fraudulently put the impeachment up to begin with because they ran through the impeachment without a proper investigation. And when the investigation results did come out, they found President Trump completely exonerated, innocent, that it all happened. It was a pre-planned event. It was planned far before Donald Trump's speech. Boom, there you go, case shut. And the people that are in the House, the 10 Republicans, and all the Democrats that voted for it, they literally should be removed from office. So those are the two different facets and the two different um, viewpoints, I guess you can say, to look at this. It won't matter. The impeachment was garbage. It was just for them to have a day of fun and change the rules so they could go up there and trash President Trump all day, call him the white supremacist in chief, and all of this other stuff. But yet, the young congresswoman from Colorado that holds that, that wants to um, 
that wants to uh, stay armed all the time and, and protect herself with the Second Amendment, she says the word bullcrap and they shut her down. But yet they can call President Trump all these names in the book. They can call him racist. They can call him bigot. They can call him white supremacist in chief. And all of that, all, is, all, all it was is for optics, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going anywhere. It's not doing anything. Nothing will happen. Regardless of, regardless of the outcome of January 20th, nothing will happen. And to be honest with you, what, what's going to happen if, if, um, what's going to happen if two people get sworn in? What do you do then? What happens if two people get sworn in from two different places? Who's, you know what I mean? We already know who the legitimate one is. Speaking of legitimacy, the Navarro report came out today, volume three, and it showed unequivocally, unequivocally that these states violated constitution. We already knew this. Again, this isn't nothing new. But now that the report came out and the report exists for everybody to see, we know that who the legitimate president. We know this. We already know who the legitimate president is. All right? So, the originally by the constitution, you're right. The inauguration is supposed to be March 4th. That was changed for Franklin Roosevelt in 1933, and I wonder why. I wonder why. But I, we told you last night why. They said it's because modern-day transportation and modern-day technology made it so you didn't need as much time to move out. You didn't need to hop on your horse and wagon and, and ride out of town on the Oregon Trail. You know what I mean? That was their reasoning for it. But then you look back and you see what kind of a president uh, uh, Franklin Roosevelt was, and he was the biggest socialist president there's probably president there's ever been since, Barack, since uh, I mean, uh, leading up to Barack Obama. I mean, he created the welfare system. He created uh, people depending on the government. You know what I mean? So that is when it all changed. But by the Constitution, if we're not looking at corporate America and the corporation that America became, and we're looking at the constitutional republic that is America, then yes, the inauguration is supposed to happen on March 4th. Okay? So the, the, the amendments to the Constitution were unconstitutional to begin with. Let me say that again for the people in the back, all right? And if you agree with me, share the video. The amendments to the Constitution, all of them, any of them, that are unconstitutional are not actually valid. And we need somebody with courage to get us back to who we were, what we were, why we were. Because this flag behind me represents something very different than this today. Okay? So, just know that. Um, uh, we're going to move on uh, to, from the impeachment because it, it's garbage. And, well, let's, let's just let's talk about one more thing about the impeachment. If you can, let, let's say, because they're trying to, they want to, uh, they're saying President Trump's going to leave the 20th and they want to impeach him long after he's gone. They want the Senate to impeach him even after he's gone. So if he was gone, you're setting a precedent. Let's go back and let's impeach Barack Obama for Benghazi. How about that? Let's go back and impeach Barack Hussein Obama for Benghazi. We can go back and impeach presidents that don't sit anymore, even though the entire language behind impeaching a president is to get them out of the seat that they are sitting in. Once they're already gone, you can't do anything. But, hey, let's go back, ladies and gentlemen, let's... Let's impeach Barack Hussein Obama. Why not? Further back, let's go back and impeach George W.H. Bush. Or George W. Bush, sorry. Let's go back and impeach um, Dick Cheney. 
Why not? They were warmongers. They murdered millions and millions and millions of people around the world to enrich themselves and make themselves more powerful. Let's go back and impeach Bill Clinton again. Why not? It's so stupid. It's so asinine. It doesn't even make any sense. All right? So let's just keep that in mind. Let's just keep that in mind. We need to get back to a constitutional republic. That's the only true way that America can really experience a rebirth. A rebirth of America. Right? For all you that know that song. Um, President Trump put out a White House statement today. And I posted it. And when I posted it, I got a lot of people that were like, wow, that really is interesting. And then I got a lot of people that say, it's over. Why can't we just accept it? Why are we hanging on every single word that gets posted? Why don't we just accept the fact that Joe Biden's going to be president? Because that's not what we do. That's not how we fight. That's why. Imagine if George Washington would have said, guys, you know what? I really wanted to get into that boat. I really wanted to get into that boat. But you know what's going to happen. We're going to get on the other side of that river and it's a suicide mission. It's a suicide mission. So you know it's over. The British won. Ah, the British won already. Let's just lay it down, guys. Let's just go back to the tavern. Have ourselves some brewskis, right? And go about our day being oppressed and lorded over. Imagine that. Imagine had we done that. That is why we hang on every word. That is why we hang on every hope. That is why we, we, we find and put out the truth. That is why we do things. And you have to, guys, you have to remember something. God is never out of, um, he's always on time. The truth is always relevant. Always. If a Navarro report comes out or a Michigan judge, like I reported today on my podcast, that the Michigan judge ordered all communications from the Secretary of State and uh, th uh, with Dominion, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, and somebody, and, and I get a lot of people going, what does it matter? Nothing's going to be done. Well, let me tell you that it does matter. It really does. And this isn't me like, you know, coming off at you in any way or trying to insult you. It's me telling you that the truth is always relevant. Facts are always relevant. God's timing is always relevant. I will take stuff every single day that I knew four months ago. If I have proof of it and somebody gives it to me today, I'll take it. I'll always take it. You know, that's what we got to hang on, guys. That's what we got to focus on. America really needs a true conservative voice to really step up again. And, and, and it seems like we don't step up until there's times of, 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 you know, rough times. When Barack Hussein Obama was president, conservative radio and conservative talk shows went through the roof. When Trump became president, that kind of settled down a little bit. And I, I think it's because we get complacent. But, but how, does that, how is that fair for, for, our, for our kids? You know what I mean? It's not fair for our children. So I want to read the statement that was put out by President Trump today from the White House. If you go to whitehouse.gov, you'll be able to read this. It says, the United States military troops in um, Afghanistan are at a 19-year low. Likewise, Iraq and Syria are also the lowest point in many years. And then he says this, which, which, I, which I loved because it was this part was highlighted on, on the post that I put up, okay? It says... I will always be committed to stopping the endless wars. It has been a great honor to rebuild our military and support our brave men and women in uniform, 
$2.5 trillion invested, including um, a beautiful, uh, including beautiful new equipment. And then he ends it with all made in the USA. Now, when I posted that, I highlighted the part where he said, I will always stay committed to stopping the endless wars. So I thought that was interesting. I posted it and so many people were just so, and I get it, I, I do, guys. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I get the heaviness of what's weighing on our shoulders. I do. And, and, I, and I understand that people say false hope because we find things like this when we put it out. But I'm here to tell you that there's no hope that is false hope. Hope is hope. It's up to the person who is receiving the hope to determine whether they feel that it's false or whether it's not. But hope itself is not false. That's like saying, why'd you give me the fake truth? That it doesn't make any sense. Why'd you give me the fake truth? Because there is no such thing as false hope. Hope is given to us by God. And hope is real. Okay? Um, and I so there's another post going around uh, of President Trump, of moving vans outside of, of the White House. Now, I, I, I said on my, my podcast today, I said, it doesn't feel like we're transitioning from one president to another, does it? I said, search your gut, ladies and gentlemen. Search your gut, search your soul, the depths of your soul, and tell me if you, who's watching this show right now, 25,000 of you, ask yourself, does it feel like President Trump is actually leaving and Biden's coming in? It's, there's this, such an ominous feel around it. So, and, and I said, in addition to that, I said to myself, um, somebody said, can you share your source of news? Yeah, I do all the time. I'll do it again at the end if you remind me. Um, I said to myself, where are the moving vans? Why, usually there's movers at the White House uh, right up, you know, up until 10 days usually before somebody leaves the White House. Not more than I get done the podcast and I start searching news again. And I see that New York Times and the Washington Post are posting pictures of what appear to be movers outside of the White House. But even the New York Times and, and WAPO themselves say in the article, we don't know why they're there. We don't know what they really are, but we're calling them moving vans. But really all as it was, and it could be, it possibly could be, but what it was was a, was, was a couple trucks moving these big, huge boxes that were taped up in cardboard that you don't know what was in them. You didn't see any, you know, you didn't see, it didn't look like anything like, again, they even said that. But they're just jumping on anything they possibly can. They're jumping on anything they possibly can. Somebody said, yeah, they probably watch the show. Well, I know they do. I know that certain outlets, even the Associated Press, who's one of the largest in the country, they watch every one of my shows. Every single one. Because they're waiting for fake news to label it. They do it. They, they used to do it all the time. I figured, I figured out their little ways of doing things. That doesn't mean I stopped them. I didn't stop them. You know what stopped them? This right here. I know it's backwards, but the armor of God. That's what stopped them right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's stopping all of them. Why do you think other conservatives are falling off and other pages are falling down, but we're growing? Armor of God. That's how. You can get that off my website, too, if you'd like. It's an awesome coffee mug. Um, although I'm thinking about ditching this company sooner or later because I want to go to all American-made. You know what I mean? 
But yeah, you're right, Marianne. I don't feel it either. And whether it means because I'm biased or I don't want it to, but there's just something different about this transition than every other. I'm 41 years old. And I've been into politics for a long, long time. I can remember the night that um, Bill Clinton got um, elected. I can remember that night as if it was yesterday. I can remember Reagan like it was yesterday. I can remember, uh, that's about as far back as I remember as Reagan. So none of it ever has felt like this one does. You know what I mean? Um, so let's get back to some more news here. What do I got? Um, officials, Disclosed TV puts out today that um, high-level officials in not only in the United States but abroad too are afraid, are, well, I, should say, I shouldn't say the word afraid. Let me, re, let me rephrase that are concerned that President Trump is going to disclose and declassify all the intel surrounding the Wuhan lab and the virus getting out of China. So let me ask you this, ladies and gentlemen. If Disclosed TV uh, put this out today, and so did Breaking 911, if President Trump, if, 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 if high-level officials... Um, uh, domestically and abroad, are afraid that President Trump is going to declassify Wuhan, intelligence as it relates to the Wuhan lab, the Wuhan virus, and its subsequent you know, travel around the world. Why are they afraid of that? Why are they afraid of that intel? Meanwhile, you got China that's holding pool parties with 50,000 people, with EDM DJs, having the times of their lives. China is expected to be the only country in the entire world that has a climbing economy this year. Weird, right? Weird, right? So, officials are concerned, I'll use the word because that's what the word they used, that President Trump is going to declassify that information. I see there's people saying some trolls in here. Let's just call them Americans with different points of views. Okay? If you are somebody in here who hates what we're reporting on, stay in here. Have some dialogue. There's some great Christians in here who can really put you in your place and let you know a few things. Okay? Um, so, why, why are they so concerned? I can tell you why they're concerned. You can tell me why they're concerned. We all know why they're, why, why they're concerned. Oh, and here's another thing. The overall deaths, and I'm not talking about coronavirus deaths. I'm not talking about that. The overall deaths in the United States in 2020 pretty much mirrored the overall deaths in the United States in 2019. You can get that information after December 31st. Okay? Look it up yourself. The overall deaths in 2020 in the United States of America were very similar and mirrored within, I don't even know what it was, it was, you know, it was in probably a few hundred thousand um, of the overall deaths in 2019. Isn't that weird? Isn't that odd? Somebody said uh, they're a Trump supporter and, um, but facts are facts. So I'm assuming there's, they're, they're expecting President Trump to leave and that's okay. That's okay. You, you can still be here. You can still watch Live from America, and you can still have good dialogue with people who don't believe that. Oh, and don't get me wrong. 
I'm I'm on the I'm on the rise with with live from America because of all you guys. We got a new studio being built. These are two by fours right here. We're we're literally rebuilding the studio or building the studio right now. You don't think that I that I I'm I'm aware that if you're right and we're wrong, that that the audience here isn't gonna just drop right off. I'm aware of that, but that's okay because I'm always gonna spread God's word. I'm always gonna spread a conservative voice. I'm always gonna spread the red, white, and blue, and I'm not going anywhere. I haven't gone anywhere for five or six years. Okay? Somebody just said only 61,000 more deaths in 2020. Well, there you go. There you go. So look it up yourself. Um, look it up yourself, folks. Let's move on to some more news here. Uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, put up metal detectors in the house. She didn't put up metal detectors in the house because of the Capitol building fiasco that happened. Okay? Nope. She put up metal detectors because of a certain young congresswoman from Colorado, freshman congresswoman, uh, who came on the scene and said, I will not give up my gun. My gun is my protection. It's also my right. And I will not give up my gun. And she said, <laughs> her, her response to Nancy Pelosi uh, putting up the metal detector and saying that people have a choice. They have a choice. You either go through the metal detector or you go around the metal detector and you'll be fined $5,000 and up to $25,000 every time you do it. So she, so she puts out a statement that says, faced with a choice, huh? Well, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she said, the only choice I have is, is it going to be a Glock? Or is it going to, what kind of gun is it going to be? <laughs> oh, her and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene for what she did last night on Newsmax. Um, if you don't know Marjorie Taylor Greene, great friend of mine in Congress. And I literally talked to her minutes after she got out of news off the Newsmax interview. I said, God bless you for that. She reached back out and said, thank you very much. Um, she's going to come on the show. When, and she's a rising star, ladies and gentlemen. She's inspiring me. I talked to my wife most probably about, I probably talked to my wife for about 30, 45 minutes last night about running for Congress in New Hampshire myself. Because she lit a fire under me last night. But Marjorie Taylor, Congresswoman, I, I, it's hard for me to even say that because she's, you know, always known her as Marjorie, um, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, she went on Newsmax last night and said, hey, if Joe Biden comes in on January 21st, I'm, I'm dropping articles of impeachment on him. Because if we're going to stand to a standard of holding people accountable, then we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna have a standard of holding people accountable. And I just got to say shout out to her. Shout out to her and shout out from the young Congresswoman from Colorado. Standing up and doing what is right. I am so happy. I'm so happy to hear about that. And that's and, and 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 when President Trump says our fight has just begun and uh, the best is yet to come, he's trying to instill that power and that patriotism into you, so that you have that. He's not instilling white supremacy or hate, like the left wants to say. He's instilling power and courage. Courage is contagious. Now a lot of people say, well, these articles are, of impeachment aren't going to go anywhere. Nothing's going to happen. And technically and officially, they're right. She wouldn't have the numbers. However, we go back to the same thing I just said. Courage is contagious. It isn't about the outcome of the bill. It's about the statement that it makes and the outcome that pours out to the world and to the, the patriots in America that gave, wait a minute, if she can do it, I can do it. That's what it's for. That's what it's for, ladies and gentlemen. All right, moving on. To some more news here. Um, 
Donald Trump may declassify. Now, this was reported by The Sun. The Sun reported this today. Donald Trump may declassify top secret intelligence linking... Um, oh, we already talked about the COVID thing. Uh, they're also talking about him dropping... Um, let's see here. I want to make sure I get this right. There we go. Come on. Let's see. They're also afraid about him. Um, oh, his pardons. Okay. So they uh, apparently President Trump has a ton of pardons right now that he's about ready to drop. He's about ready to drop them on people. I'm pardoning that. I hope, I hope he pardons Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. Because when this happened with Edward Snowden and Julian Assange, all of us were like, oh, these unpatriotic people, right? Or it's Edward Snowden, anyway. These unpatriotic people, how could they do this? Until we experienced, and Donald Trump really let us know what was going on in the deep state. And now we're like, wow, that was patriotic that they did this. That was massively patriotic that they did this. So, it's being reported that he has more pardons ready to go, as well as, ready for this, executive orders um, on plans to declassify Ukrainian intel and appoint special counsels, um, but it's unclear which he will do or or in which order he will do them in. That was CSN. That was CNBC who, re who reported that. So President Trump has pardons that are ready to go, and he's going to be declassifying Ukraine intel. What is relevant about Ukraine intel, ladies and gentlemen? Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, James Biden. Ukraine actually is they're putting out um, warrants because they're they feel that the Bidens fraudulently stole billions of dollars from the Ukrainian people and they want it back. We know this. We've all seen that. We all know that. We've seen the videos of the Ukrainian officials. And if Donald Trump has got pardons on the way and he's ready to declassify Ukrainian intel, what's that tell you? What does that tell you for the future? Of President reject Joe Biden. So we got it. We got to keep our eye on that as well. He's got six days, six days apparently to get this done. But I still believe that a constitutional republic is about to rise again. I really do. Um, somebody said they just saw that President Trump is going to declassify stuff about Obamagate. Good. Here's what I said. Here's what I said. If I've been wrong about my feeling about what I feel that God is directing me to say, which it could be, right? But if I've been wrong, I hope Donald Trump does this. Drops the mic on his way out and declassifies everything. That's truly giving power back to the people, ladies and gentlemen. That's truly giving power back to the people. Um, so I hope he does it. Uh, let's move on. We have Twitter versus Project Veritas. Well, why is that relevant? Well, we know that in the last uh, five days, six days now, I think it's six days, Twitter and um, Facebook have lost a total of uh, $52 billion since, since what they pulled. And in the wake of them losing $52 billion, that means they're losing that money from the market share. That means other platforms are rising. And I'm not just talking about Parler and Gab, okay? I'm talking about full-scale social media platforms that are sick and tired of the tech giants 
having a political stronghold over information that gets put out. It's they're building. They're building because people are seeing that there's $52 billion as of right now to go get. I know this for a fact. I've been speaking with a few of them. So, you know, don't be surprised if you see me land on 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 helping one or the other get out. Because that's $52 billion in a week. What happens next week? What happens the week after that? Freedom is not going to go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. American freedom is going to be here to stay. It's, it's, been through, it's been through world wars. It's been through you know, play, things like Pearl Harbor and 9-11. It isn't going anywhere. And these people that hijacked it, they're the ones that are going to pay in the end. Not all of us. Okay? Not all of us. So, Project Veritas versus Twitter. Uh, James O'Keefe. So, first of all, Jack um, Dorsey, is that his name? I call him Osama bin Wannabe. Because of his long beard, now he's trying to look like Osama bin Laden. So Osama bin Wannabe, um, owner of Twitter, uh, put out a tweet that says this. I do not celebrate or feel pride in our having to ban at real Donald Trump from Twitter. Yeah, right. Go tell that story to someone who really believes it. And if they believe it, I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell them. Hold on, let's keep on going. Or how we got here. After, after a clear warning we'd take this action. We made a decision with the best information that we had based on threats uh, to physical, basically a physical violence, blah, blah, blah. But then you know how he ends it? He ends it with, was it the right choice? Question mark. Backpedaling a little bit there, Osama bin Wannabe. So James O'Keefe comes on and tweets back to him and says, hey Jack, we have insiders within your company coming to us literally about to blow the whistle on you. He says, I've never seen such an influx of tech whistleblowers in my life. Reach out to us on our signal at 914-653-3110. So if you are a tech employee for Twitter or for Facebook, and you are a whistleblower about some stuff that people should know about, James O'Keefe wants you to reach out to him on their signal at 914-653-3110. And Project Veritas has the best reporting in the world right now. They are the best investigative journalists in the field right now. And I'm going to reach out to James O'Keefe here um, after we get the studio up and running. And I'm going to try to get an interview with him right here on Live from America, along with other people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, and, um, and people that work with Steve K. Stephen K. Bannon in the War Room, and many, many others. I haven't worked for these last five years uh, for nothing. I've gained a lot of relationships, and we're gonna, I'm going to start showing you those relationships um, through honest and official interviews right here on Live from America. Um, regardless of what happens in the next 6, 20, 30 days, I'm here fighting. And I will never stop fighting for MAGA, and I'll never stop fighting for President Trump and this flag and conservative voices in God. That's what—that's the realness of it. That's the realness of it. We need conservative voices now louder than ever. Um, get a drink of water here. I hear that people are saying that this uh, Juan Sovin, I think his name is, I can't remember his last name, are saying that, pre that, that Biden has to actually officially get sworn in to, um, to, to get arrested. I don't know the validity of that. 
I don't know. I think we are in unprecedented waters. And I, I truly, somebody just said they donated to Project Veritas today. Good job. Good job. Putting your money in small American businesses who are doing the right thing. There's no better place to put your money. You know, I see a lot of people uh, freaking out that, that, that people like, you know, uh, Jay Sekulow and, and, and uh, uh, Ben Shapiro and myself here at Life from America work off, work off people's donations. But what else? Do you want corporate America running these small shows? Do you want them? You know, why are you selling cups and why are you selling shirts and all that? Would you rather go buy cups and shirts from Walmart? You know what I mean? I support all that stuff. All of it. So, good job supporting Project Veritas. They're a great company, and, I, and, and I'm going to get James O'Keefe, and we're going to have a nice conversation here very, very, very soon. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that pretty much wraps things up. Uh, make sure you visit JeremyHarrell.com. Remember, all my videos here and all of my podcasts get auto-generated every hour on the hour on the website. So, if you miss it, or you're not on here and you share this to somebody that says, I don't have Facebook, just tell them to go to jeremyherald.com. And for the 850 donors that were donating monthly on Anchor, um, I'm, I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but they censored me like they censored Trump. But now we're more independent and that won't happen again. And you can redonate on jeremyherald.com. We're, we're growing and it's all because of you guys. Remember, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And I'll keep you informed. If anything breaks, I'll come live like I did last night, okay? Have a great evening, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you. God bless this America. God bless President Trump. God bless your families. And have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow at noon for some more Live from America podcast. Have a great night. Brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth.